Hello guys. Welcome to the second episode on personal finance on the Genesis Academy presents the kickstart. Today, we'll take this conversation further ahead by discussing all the significant topics related to finance management and different modes of investing. So let's get started. So uh, uh as uh, we there's much much in talk of crypto investing mode these days and also it's gained popularity in the recent years. For most of the mm-hmm. time its price has kept falling. and which was definitely the investing period but then it starting to give amazing returns in the current scenario so what is your take on this like and also on the point that whenever there is a tweet from large scale investors like elon musk ne abhi tweet kiya tha so dogecoin or shibu skyrocket mm-hmm. ho gaya so is there something something relevant to this uh about the shivainu and dogecoin thing so there's a quote or a saying in the investment world which goes by that if an investment sounds too good to be true then it probably is so what this basically means that if you come across an investment option or let's say an investment scheme or a cryptocurrency in this case that is sounding too good to be true that this will give you 100x returns in one year then it probably is it probably is too good to be true and 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 i think this is very very applicable to cryptocurrencies also especially the meme coins or the shit coins that are going around in the market because when you hear about that shivainu gave 1000 returns in 10x uh, sorry 100x or 1000x returns in 10 days and these things sound too good to be true and you think that this kind of return or these kind of returns would continue to go on for long period also then it probably is too good to be true it's not going to happen like that and i think specifically when it comes to all these shit coins or crypto or meme coins i think a lot of it is based on as you said the marketing or the hype the hype that comes from all these tweets or any social media sharing or uh, or presence created by any let's say famous people or anything like that or a lot of it goes by the hype created by the returns given also like in case of shiba you know there was not any specific person who started any specific famous person who start who started promoting a lot it just started getting all that hype with the kind of returns that it was getting obviously after that a lot of famous people also jumped in and they also started promoting shiba inu but and th- and this is a very huge problem with cryptocurrency because first of all cryptocurrencies are very the whole space the whole industry of cryptocurrency is very young right now like we it's only 8 years old whereas i think the stock market or the equities market is more than 300 400 years old if i'm uh, if i'm correct and cryptocurrencies has been around only for 8 years and yeah. because it is so young first of all it is not regulated it is completely unregulated anyone can come up with a cryptocurrency if you if you give me 13 minutes i, I can come up with a new cryptocurrency and i can start circulating it and i think it's because of and and finally the get rich quick mentality or the get rich quick desire that is associated with investing in cryptocurrency i think all these things are driving the huge craze or driving the hype in the market that cryptocurrencies are the next big definitely cryptocurrencies are going to be a big thing but i'm talking about cryptocurrency as an industry cryptocurrencies or blockchain technology or crypto assets in the future right now the kind of prices or the kind of values that we are seeing for a lot of cryptocurrencies i think they are insane i think they are in a complete bubble from a value point of view i'm not talking about the underlying technology there's a difference so there's a difference between the uh, the value bubble and the 
and the underlying and the underlying technology bubble or the utility bubble so let's say in so let's say during the dot com bubble the amazon stock i think it crashed from 107 dollar to 7 dollar so at that time amazon stock was in a valuable it was highly overpriced but that doesn't mean that the amazon company itself was a bubble that the company would collapse or the company would go down i think we are seeing the similar case with the cryptocurrency industry right now that a lot of cryptocurrencies are insanely valued they are in a value market price bubble in that sense but that doesn't mean that the underlying technology or the crypto assets in general will go down only from a use case point of view and uh, in in case of cryptocurrencies when it comes to investing in cryptocurrencies obviously to diversify your portfolio it is i think a good idea to have some exposure to cryptocurrencies also but in cryptocurrency there is a very there is a very famous saying that invest only what you can afford to lose so once you have invested in cryptocurrency assume that you have already lost that money you have to invest with that mentality and you have to invest with that mentality because cryptocurrencies are very risky and if you put a lot of amount into cryptocurrency and in most cases a lot of people lose their money in cryptocurrencies obviously we we hear all these success stories but the thing is that our attention is always biased towards the success stories there are always these stories like 1000x returns in 10 days but there are also stories of a cryptocurrency going down to zero in a single minute if we talk about the squid game crypto but obviously yeah. we are as humans biased towards the positive returns the positive news and obviously that doesn't i'm not saying that you don't invest in cryptocurrency ye bahut biased hai this is the worst thing that can happen or, or anything like that like, i'm not saying that but i'm saying that cryptocurrencies are very risky very unregulated no one knows what will happen that's why have a kind of exposure to cryptocurrencies in your portfolio which will not drastically or which will have a very negligible or a very minimal impact in case the cryptocurrencies or in case your crypto investments go down so that is why not a financial advice but a lot of people say that you should have like 1 to 2% exposure to cryptocurrency so if you have invested 100 rupees in in total in everything then 1 to 2 rupees can be in cryptocurrencies and depending on your risk appetite or your belief in the cryptocurrencies maybe you, it can go up to 5% in and some people have invested up to 10% also in cryptocurrencies so it depends but once again invest only what you can afford to lose lose if you can't afford to lose 1 lakh rupees if you need that money don't invest that 1 lakh rupee in cryptocurrency invest if you can still play around with say with let's say 1000 2000 rupees even if that 2000 rupees go down it won't impact your life then maybe 2000 rupees can be invested in cryptocurrencies and that too in good top cryptocurrencies when i'm talking about invest that money in one invest that 1 to 2% amount in cryptocurrencies by that i mean top good cryptocurrencies not shiba inu dogecoin etc or any other cryptocurrencies yeah. invest in the top 5 to 10 cryptocurrencies which have a lot of credibility attached to it which have a lot of credible people backing the cryptocurrency a good team or if you don't know how to analyze all these things just invest in the top 5 cryptocurrencies by market cap not a financial advice but this is like i'm just saying that if you're not very uh, thorough with the knowledge of cryptocurrencies and which is a good currency or which is not even i am not very very thorough with cryptocurrencies to be honest i don't get into ki oh this is having this trading pattern or this will go up or anything like that even i have that strategy that i have i have read a lot about different cryptocurrencies and i have identified 
five cryptocurrencies and all these five cryptocurrencies are in the top 10 cryptocurrencies by market cap only so even i am not investing in those smaller coins right now because i know how risky and how unregulated and how unpredictable they are so just invest what you can afford to lose and stick to top good big cryptocurrencies only is what i will suggest staying in top 5 to 10% can be considered to be safe because they are always well regulated yeah. even though it's very unpredictable but, but the thing is that dogecoin and shiba inu were also once a part of the top 10 cryptocurrencies yeah. so you should still look after that also that it shouldn't be a meme coin or something without any backing or anything yeah and irrespective of that we can never solely rely on cryptos so uh, moving on to the last segment of our uh, podcast what is your take in handling multiple activities as you're handling your job as well in the, uh, as this huge community is also there of 85k people simultaneously also from the content creation perspective what are the things that you incorporate to make the process simpler and more aesthetic uh first of all i'll say that i have always been a sort of more workaholic person like i always like keeping myself occupied and busy with things i love so obviously i have my 9 to 5 or sort of 10 to 6 job that i have to attend to and after 6 pm i have a lot of time i sleep around 1 to 2 am so i have those 7 8 hours every day and uh, that's why and i am now now one thing i'm not saying that everyone who has 7 8 hours should start their side hustle obviously having a side hustle or some activity like this is a good idea but it also depends on your on the type of person or the type of personality you have are you even going to like it are you going to stay happy with it i personally like keeping myself occupied with things i love and having this youtube channel reading about finance and all is something that i actually like and i actually like devoting my time to all these things so like even right right now uh, recording this podcast or making my own video or reading financial books or recording uh, or or uh, or creating videos or doing research for my videos whenever i devote my time that is the time or that is the kind of activity which i actually like and i like doing that so that is why in my case this has been pretty easy for me because this is not some extra work or burden jo mere ko uthana pad raha hai yeah so and i have matlab i had this thing ki every week i have to post one video and posting one video every week is not a huge task ki every day you have to devote 5 6 hours to the youtube channel obviously if you are going to post every day or every other day then that will be a huge task you have to have to devote i think 5 6 hours every day but posting one video every week is a good consistency at least for someone who started out only 10 months ago this is not a big channel right now so i think that is a good consistency in my in my opinion one week per video and it is not a very very tedious task obviously starting me there are a few hurdles you have to learn a lot of things you have to learn how to make videos on youtube how to record videos how to edit them but after a while bahut easy and streamline ho jata hai process is what i will say so you get used and, to uh, and what was the next question uh yeah Uh, so uh, how do you make your content matlab ha how do you make it more simpler and aesthetic mm-hmm. so i have this thing that uh, so uh, so what a lot of content creators do is they uh, already plan their content before and which is a very good thing to do this is something which i don't do and this is not a good thing I, it's not that oh i am very proud of it i don't do this obviously if you are making content you should have plan ki this day i will post about this topic 
this week i will post about this topic etc but right now i don't have that thing because in my case it's mostly mera just every so so this is there that i have to post once every week this is there ek video post ho gaya rafte and i have this thing ki i devote one day or two days towards researching for a video like once i finalize a topic i devote one to two days towards doing my end of research reading different articles or reports about them watching other youtube videos which are relevant to that topic or if there is any book which i have or any section in a book in which i read about that topic doing my end of research then one day and so this is both research and scripting scripting is basically kya kya cover karna hai obviously once you have read everything har cheez to nahi bata sakte aap ek 10 minute ki video mein then filtering out what has to be conveyed and what has to be kept aside for now then one day goes toward recording the video it's i think one to one and a half hour job recording matlab camera ke samne baith ke now you are speaking out things and recording and then one day i devote towards editing my videos a lot of times this recording and editing are done on the same day only depending on mere paas kitna time hai us din ya how much time is it going to take but this is the kind of flow that i follow and then on the day i have to post the video i make the thumbnail so everything is done by me only and it might uh, it might seem that everything is very streamlined and everything is a very process oriented everything is done in a very process oriented way but i'll be very honest this is how i do matlab i just do my own research then i take out time to record the video then i myself make the thumbnails a few hours before posting the video and then i post the video and then i just look at the response then i also spend a lot of time on the youtube analytics seeing how the people are responding which video has a good engagement which thumbnail has a good click through rate which yeah. part of the videos are people more engaged in are they more watching then i devote a lot of time reading the comments also since comments are a direct feedback yeah. from the audience what what they have to say about the video whether they are liking it or not if they have any feedback or if they have any video topics suggestions also a lot a lot of my top videos have been topics suggestions that people gave me my highest viewed video and my second highest viewed video both these uh, highest viewed is how to make money as a teenager and second highest is the best crypto apps in india and both these topics were suggested by people only either through my youtube channel or someone reached out to me on my instagram or something like that so i i actually go through each and every comment on my channel for my own benefit to be honest and also to see how people are responding if people are loving the content or not yeah that's how so it this is how right? yeah ha huh? i started the continue continue yeah yeah so this is basically how i manage my youtube channel everything x to a to z is done by me only and sort of i'll be just very honest right now it's in a very unorganized manner but my plan is that starting 2022 i'll post two videos every week right now it's one video every week i'll post two videos every week and once i start posting two videos every week it has to be honestly in a very process oriented and in a very streamlined manner so probably at that time i'll start having a more proper workflow ki is time pe ye us time pe wo Yeah, you'll have to come up with a schedule because it's yeah. very tough planning out all those things. And there's still a lot of job you are involved into because even yeah, yeah, yeah. even the recording and the editing part might take a while. Doing analysis after your post, mm. uh, taking interactions, learning from mm. the feedbacks—it's still a time-consuming process. So it's yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, but it's still very well going and very well planned, very well oriented. Uh, the current scenario. Thank so, you so much. Yeah. So, 
uh what's your take on lifelong learning as you know there is always something new that has to be understood and you you must be getting some topic suggestions from uh in the in the form of feedback so can you suggest two three books to enhance our knowledge on personal finance that you personally refer uh uh-huh. i think i have answered this question 100 times rad game ko answer first book that i always recommend is rich dad poor dad always rich dad poor dad is the first book be whether you want to get started with personal finance or investing or trading anything even if you don't want to get started with anything just read rich dad poor dad since you would want money right you want to earn money you want to increase your money so rich dad poor dad is a book that will completely transform your approach towards money and once your approach towards money is transformed automatically your approach towards personal finance will get transformed and rich dad poor dad is a very very amazing book definitely this has to be the first book that you have to read and you don't have any prerequisites i didn't have any knowledge before reading rich dad poor dad if you don't even know what finance or money is just read rich dad poor dad so obviously you know you have to know what money is obviously everyone knows what money is but what i'm saying is that you don't have to have any prerequisites to read it there not much of then technical ha you don't need any technical knowledge or any knowledge a basic average human knowledge is all that you need that's great then, if anybody uh, can relate to it uh, without having any sort of financial background if he can relate to it that's really helpful like it's down yeah to yeah work. definitely yeah yeah and rich dad poor dad is so famous for a reason because everyone can relate to that book and everyone has a lot of things to take away after reading that book that is why it is so famous at the first place it's not an it's very hyped but it's not overhyped it's hyped up but the hype is worth it is what i'm saying second book that i usually recommend it's a little underrated book a very underhyped book i'll say this book is is broke millennial now broke millennial came a few years back and right now the current generation our generation gen z so i sort of lie between gen z and millennial i don't know what exactly am i so broke millennial is a book which anyone who has started with their uh, personal finance journey or who is about to start let's say start to earn money in a few months or in one to two years or if you are a college student or more not it's not really a book for school students but obviously reading won't be of any harm it will only increase your knowledge but if you are a college student or you have started earning money broke millennial is a very practical and real world oriented personal finance book is what i will say it covers a lot of topics almost everything in personal finance is covered in broke millennial and the language in which it is written uh, language it's written in english only but the way in which they have presented all the information it's very very fun to read very fun very entertaining and very very insightful definitely broke millennial is there then after that the third book that i will suggest uh if someone is into stock market if someone wants to learn about stock picking and all so i have recently started reading coffee can investing also i have and i am already in love with that book i haven't read it full till now aadhi hi padhi hai but definitely i can say that if someone is interested in how to pick stocks coffee can investing is a book which you should read but before coffee can investing i think you should read a few more books about investing in stocks and one of the books is beat the street by peter lynch if you want to learn about stock picking how to identify good stocks around you then beat the street by sorry one upon wall street beat the street is also by peter lynch but uh, i am talking about one upon wall street one upon wall street is also amazing it's a best seller i think it's a new york times best seller it's written by peter lynch who is 
one of the most greatest investors of all time and uh, definitely that is also book apart from that you can even read intelligent investor if you are into investing in stocks intelligent investor is considered the bible of investing the bible the and invest uh, and the intelligent investor was written by uh, benjamin graham and he was the professor of warren buffet and he is also credited as the father of value investing so intelligent investor is also an amazing book. all these books are over there i don't know kaun si dikh rahi hai yeah but yeah first book richard podat no doubt you have to go with that and that uh, gives us a proper idea the series of books that you have mentioned those are really uh, very informative so uh, okay so we like to conclude by this and it was really fun talking to you and i hope we'll have this interaction conversations again in the future it was really infinite, informative and fascinating really so nice meeting you thank you aishman for your time thank you thank you so much amay and thank you so much for inviting me it was a great opportunity for me also and looking forward to more collabs in the future yeah sure